So, Chance, I have a dilemma. Okay. And I need your wisdom. So today I took my kids to the pool for their swim lessons. Mm-hmm. And I pulled a lounger chair over so I could watch my youngest do all his stuff. And I'm sitting there in the chair, you know, reading, watching. Um, and I hear, oh, hey, Cameron. And I look up and it is a teacher that I work with. And she's very nice. Like we get along great. But when she walks up to me, she like reaches out her hand like she was waving it to get my attention. You know, I'm in a lounger, so I'm low to the ground. She's kind of like reaching down toward me and kind of sticking her fingers out like, hey, you know, just like a normal, hey, like, hey, Chance. You're not kind of waving, but not really waving. And me, in my infinite grace, reach out and fist bump her from my chair. So you punched a woman. I guess. But the question is, do I have to quit my job? Um, Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you punched a coworker. She's probably going to see you. You're probably right. Did she just look at you in horror and then flee? She was just kind of like, good to see you. And I was like, my kids are in swim lessons. <laughs> I just like, had to say it. Oh, my, kid, my kids are in swim lessons. I, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm saying. I just fist bump people randomly. Did Was, was it like like the, the sun was directly behind her? She was entirely in silhouette? No. No, it wasn't mm-hmm. out of fright. It was just like, oh, she's reaching her hand out. I need to do something. She's going for the bump. I need to go for the bump. She was not going for the bump. Fingers were outstretched. This is also her fault a little bit, because what is she doing? Who's like... Well, you know, it it seemed... She seemed much more, you know, socially graceful than I did. Her, mm-hmm. her action seemed normal. Mine was a monstrosity. This is important. And this may be your fault. Probably. Did, did you have in headphones? No. Cameron... You're out in public, whether you're listening to something or not, you put in headphones. Yeah, yeah. It's, my it's the fault. universal sign. Don't bug me. Well, I've also just reached this point of like having lived here long enough that I just know enough people that I just run into people everywhere I go. Uh, and it's the worst. That's that's ten times more. You need headphones. It's like I can't go anywhere. I just want to live my life in peace. Cameron, headphone etiquette is everything. If you have headphones and you have an excuse not to talk to people, you have, uh, you know, people come over and they're like, hey, I saw you the other day. I called for you. And you just kind of had your head down and you were walking. I was like, oh, it's a really interesting podcast. Maybe it wasn't, but it's okay. Maybe it's this podcast. It, so we yeah. know that it wasn't. We know that it wasn't super interesting. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I was listening to my own podcast because I'm a freak. Cameron, headphones are the answer to your dilemma. Okay. Well, it's too late now. I'm gonna. So the answer is, I have to quit my job. Yeah. Move to a new town. Mm-hmm. Start working there and just wear headphones everywhere I go. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. I almost hey, always Mac- have headphones in. Hey, McElroy Bros, eat your heart out. Yeah. Uh, I almost always have my circles. headphones in pub- public for this very occasion. Because if I don't recognize you or I don't pay, I'm not paying attention. I have a perfect excuse. Yeah. You're not liable. No, I'm not liable. I have headphones in right now. You do. I mean, hey, hey, Chance. Hey, Chance. Chance, hi. Chance, over here. Uh, oh, oh, so, sorry. Had the. Oh. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I almost gave up. <laughs> you should. I mean, you should have. I'm just, you know, I'm tenacious. Um, another thing, um, just good, good headphone etiquette out there, everybody. Um, 
if a girl is out in public and she is wearing headphones, she doesn't want your compliment. Just let her let her live in peace. I've heard on many a Twitter thread that this is a problem that people stop girls to say your your form is really good while you run. They don't care. You don't know anything about running form, I'm sure. Yeah, just don't. Like, if she's got her headphones in, leave her in peace. Your running form is the platonic ideal of running forms. Just don't. It's good to compliment people, girls and guys, but you do not like, if you see a girl out in the world, you are not, like, obligated to compliment her. If she's Mm -hmm. got headphones in, just leave her alone. Yeah, typically, if I don't know the person, I'm not going to say anything to them. Yeah, this is a weird thing, too, because, like, it just happens to girls, I guess. I'm sure. Like, people just stop them and give them compliments. And it's like, oh, that's not, I'm not, I didn't want I, that. I right could now. go for some of that. <laughs> no, not out in the world, just random world. No, I really don't. Just from, you know, my friends. Yeah. Chance, you're yeah. seeming especially insightful today. Oh, thank you. And you know, I just want you to know you're appreciated. Thank you. Oh, my. And your hair looks great. Oh, thank you. I did it. I could tell. I could tell. Yeah. yeah. Um, everybody out there, Cameron's down like 30 pounds. Like 25, but who's counting? It looks like 30. Thanks. The camera subtracts five pounds, so they say. So they say. Um, go compliment somebody that you know, and not a random stranger. You can compliment a random stranger that's like out and about in a social situation. Unless they're wearing headphones. Trying to be social. But yeah, if they're like working out, walking with headphones, just leave them alone. I do enjoy those videos online of people um, using respectful catcalling. Have you seen these? No, I don't think so. They'll be like, "Man, girl, you look like a you look like a girl who makes her bed every morning." <laughs> and they'll do it to guys too, and they'll be like, "Dang, boy, you look like you could get the USB in the in the slot in the first try." <laughs> That's a superpower. <laughs> Um, it's usually the third try for me. Um, yeah, I've, I've gotten pretty good at one or two. One like, or two. Oh, wrong, wrong. Oh, I was actually right the first time. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's most people, but I've gotten pretty. I've gotten pretty good at just like. Whoosh. Good way to brag. Uh, I work on a computer for a living. What do What do you expect? I guess. I guess you're right. Brought to you by media that at least hopefully treats its people better. This is Boy Meets World Fever. I'm one of your <laughs> hosts, Chance. And I'm your other host, Cameron. And I gotta say, as far as openings go, that one was pretty smooth. It's true. Um, hey, Cameron. Uh-huh. Uh, the myth of uh, endless, endless corporate growth is a lie. I mean, it makes sense, right? Like you can't have endless growth. I know, but but they've got to. Mm-hmm. Um, we we are here, um, kind of trepidatiously standing in solidarity with the writers and uh, actors guild. Probably mm-hmm. something we should have done a little earlier, um, but we didn't know. Yeah, so here we are now. 
Uh, we're we're pretty new to all all this stuff. Yes. So we are. There's a picket line. We aren't crossing it. Yeah, we aren't. We aren't going to cross it again. <laughs> I'll say. Um, and you may be asking, like, what does it matter? And, and it, we don't know that it does. To be honest, um, we know that a lot of uh, screen uh, the Screen Actors Guild um, have asked content creators um, not to do promotions for mm-hmm. um, for stricken material, um, and we don't know if that includes review podcasts of thirty year old shows. We're going to be honest, um, but you know what? Disney sucks, and it treats people like trash. And uh, Bob Iger's response to the strike was the real thing that was unreasonable. Yeah, I hope that some orcas come after him in his super yacht. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I get that. I get that. So We're um, pro-orca here. We're pro-orca, pro-union, um, anti-billionaire. Just um, saying, you can't really become a billionaire ethically. No, you really can't. Um, and you like, let's just be honest here. Bob Iger makes $45 million a year. Um, a lot Maybe not as much as you might expect. Like, you might be like, oh, well, he's the head of Disney. I would think a billion. Um, $45 million. Just think about that number for a second. Just sit back. Like, if a if one of us, normal people, makes about $150,000 a month. Or a year. Sorry. A month. A month. Like, if we make about $150,000 a year, like, and you calculate that out, you can pay for just about anything. Uh-huh. Um, now, granted, if you're like living in New York City, you've got like really high New York City rent and stuff like that. But like us here in Oklahoma, 150 uh, k a year, you could. You're pretty set. Stay, you're comfortable. You're you're super comfortable. You're you're comfortable with cushion. Um, and I've done the math. It takes about 128 um, a year to like live a really great life. Um, end up with like four million. Uh, in the in your bank account, uh, give it, saving ten percent every month, end up with like four million in your bank account for when you retire, um, and that's like one hundred fifty million or one hundred fifty. One hundred fifty thousand. Wrong, wrong numbers, but yeah, one hundred fifty thousand dollars. This guy makes forty five million dollars. What is that? What what is that number? Yeah, it's like at my current pay rate, roughly. I'm not sure exactly where it is, but it would take me over. 20 years to make a million dollars. Yeah. And he has that in a year. And what does he do? I don't know. Yeah, it's just such an unreal number. Like, but it's kind of the point too, is like, oh, look at how much we can pay our CEO. Please invest enough. Because at the end of the day, it's all about investors. It's all about this myth of like more return every year. Like mm-hmm. how does a company like Disney conceivably keep making more profit. Mm-hmm. Um, and the answer is that the quality of the product gets worse. Um, the people who make it get screwed um, because Disney's kind of at its limit of like what it can earn. Mm-hmm. So it's like the only way we can make money is by taking it off the front end. Yeah, I think I think Netflix is a really good model of that and they're also stricken content. Um, I think Netflix is a really good model because like, the idea was endless subscriptions. But the amount of people that are going to subscribe to Netflix caps at some point. Mm-hmm. So how do you, what do you do then? Well, you lay off people uh, and your content gets worse. Yeah. I mean, you see the same thing over at like HBO mm-hmm. with HBO Max um, where it's like, 
oh, we're going to just remove all this content, particularly animated content. Mm-hmm. We're just going to be gone. And this is like people's entire life's work that you just will not be able to find anymore because that's how we're going to save money is by we just getting rid of all of this stuff. And then they create Max, which was another way of like getting around paying residuals because it's not under the HBO name. Oh, it's I under the Max name. So it's under the Max name so that they're not, they don't have to do that under the, because it's not being on an H, HBO name yeah. program. Yeah. We talked about it a little last week. I'm not the most anti-capitalist person in the world. I think there is such a thing as responsible capitalism that's highly regulated. Um, but this just isn't working. Like mm-hmm. UPS is about to go on strike um, because they've posted record profits. Um, but 27 of their drivers have died because they won't put uh, uh, air conditioning in the cars this year. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But somehow they've got to continue to make uh, make more profit, even though they've made more than they ever have. This has just got to stop. Yeah. Um, we're not here to fight all of capitalism, but we are here to stand with the writers and actors of Boy Meets World. I'm going to fight it all. I'm fighting the whole thing. It's true. I wish I want to. I want to. I just don't know how. I'm not sure either. I have no idea how. Um, can't punch it. I wish you could. Um, so, yeah, we're still Boy Meets World Fever, um, but we're going to actively encourage you not to watch Boy Meets World. Find something else. Uh, yeah. If you're going to watch Boy Meets World, I dare say, I dare say, pirate it. Not going to hurt anybody. Um, yes, we realized we came to this conclusion in this discussion after I'd already watched the episodes we'd intended to cover today. Oh, did you? So, I didn't know that. Sorry, sorry. everyone. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> I didn't know, Cameron. I'm sorry. I feel terrible about that. So now I'm going to have to watch them again sometime. Yeah, but who knows when? Yeah, because it's war. Yeah. Um, and we don't know if we're making a difference. Like, we really don't. Like, maybe we shouldn't even be doing this, but I feel like it's good to stand in solidarity my with heart, people who are right. My heart rests easy. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the next few weeks, uh, Cameron and I will be bringing media that isn't stricken. Bringing the um, heat is more like it. Yeah, well, also bringing the heat and talking about um, these strikes. I'm keeping up with them pretty pretty um, consistently. Um, so I'll I'll give some updates here and there, um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be bringing media that isn't stricken, um, which is some of our favorite media anyway, uh-huh. non Hollywood um, stuff. You know, Cameron and I are video gamers, um, while they have their own problems for sure. Yes. <laughs> um, if they had a strike, we would probably support them too. Probably, oh, definitely, I would. Yes, yeah. Um, but unfortunately, their bosses keep them from unionizing. It just sucks. I think there was just one Ubisoft, I think. Did it? Wow. Unionized? Let me just look that up. Assuming Google will let me. Yeah, my, um, I'm having an issue with my computer right now. Well, don't risk losing this. This call breaking. Yes, I don't want to risk this call falling apart. Um, yeah. So um, we haven't... We're, we're, I've kind of been thinking about a format, um, and, and we may play with it and talk about it off air, but I was kind of thinking that each week we would surprise the other with a piece of media and try mm-hmm. to like convince the other person, like like make a sales pitch for it. Okay. But you kind of, I, I kind of already know yours. 
You do. You, you do. kind of already know mine. I know you like it. Well, but this is the first week. Okay. This is the trial we'll, run. We'll get there. Surprised yeah. by media. Oh. My headphones died, so you're on the speaker. Can you, do you hear an echo? Uh-huh. I do not. No echo. Okay. We're good then. But yeah, so I liken it almost to a, I don't know if you've ever listened. I know you have chance, but our listeners at home, if you've ever listened to like wonderful, we're just, but instead of doing multiple things, we're just going to bring one thing. Yeah, just bring one thing. Um, and we may tweak that and use it and not use it. But right now, that's our thought. Because we'll probably have several weeks. Of- probably. So, Cameron. Yeah? What what'd you bring in? Uh, so today I'm bringing, I mean, it's sort of nebulous it's not one specific thing um but sort of a genre of things that i've just recently realized that i really like i mean i always kind of knew but it's just like man these are really fun and it's video games uh, because my wife and i have been playing together borderlands 3 oh yeah um which the story of borderlands 3 is terrible i'll just put that out there um the story of borderlands 2 is great the villain is great in three, they have these new villains, and they're, they just suck. Um, but the core gameplay of Borderlands 3 is fantastic. Um, but the overarching thing that I want to really talk about and that I want to bring is just sort of the looter genre. Sure. Because um, I think I, I feel like it's a really special thing that just really ticks the right boxes in my brain. Um and it's just really fun. But I know that I don't need to convince you of that. I'm gonna, still, give it a second. You also like them. But the, basically, the when you're, you are playing a looter game, typ- typically I think the more popular style of them right now is like a looter shooter, which is what Borderlands is. I think yeah, Destiny 2. Um, Borderlands and Destiny are really the only big ones, though, right? I can't think of another. I can't one. really think of them either, but I still feel like the looter shooter just rolls off the tongue. It's true. I guess you have like dungeon crawler is the other side. Yeah. Dungeon crawlers. Dungeon crawler. Um, so I guess it depends on the feel that you want. But basically the, the gameplay loop is you have a mission and you go out and there's bad guys and you either shoot them or you hack and slash them or you throw some fireballs at them. Um, and they drop treasure. And this could be in the form of like equipment or gear that you can then mm-hmm. equip to be better. And then you just kind of complete that loop over and over and over again. Um, so I'm doing different like story missions um, or eventually even starting the game over just harder um, and to continue to get better loot and just kind of mm-hmm. continuing through that cycle. Um, and then there's just something so good about seeing just that flash of orange where like this legendary thing has dropped. And you're like, yes, this is this is it. And in Borderlands 3, they drop a lot. That's good. Like, yeah, because yeah, Borderlands really seasons and things of that nature huh in borderlands 3 you're not worried about seasons and things of that nature um no not so much they did release a lot of dlc which is another thing that people didn't really like um because i mean borderlands 2 did have dlc but you could just buy like it's called like the handsome collection and you get all of it and they had like really good dlc that they came up with like in the the second one they had um what is it tiny tina's I thought that was a DLC for three. No, it was a full game that they released after three. Um, but there's yeah. like Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep, 
is what it's called. And it's basically, there's this character named Tiny Tina, who in two is great, and three she's not, because she's not really in it that much. Um, but she's basically DMing a D&D game, and your character is put into this world instead, and, you know, everything's just sort of got a fantasy flavor to it. Mm-hmm. And you're going on this quest. Um, and it's, it's really just good. Um, but the, the DLC for two... Like people just liked him so much and they did so well that they released basically a whole game called the pre-sequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is kind of like what took place before too. Um, and it had whole new characters and it was just a whole new game. Um, and it was a lot of fun too. Um, but with three, they, I mean, they just released a lot of DLC, but it's very expensive. Um, and like we played basically all the DLC in two, my mm-hmm. wife and I, but in three, it's like, I don't really want to buy all of this. Mm-hmm. Cause you just really feel the nickel and diming of it. So it's not seasons like in other games. There's kind of some crappy DLC practices, mm-hmm. which is a bummer. And we're here to talk about good things. Well, I, I think the genre is good. I looked up some looter shooters while you were talking. I didn't recognize any of them. Oh yeah. I probably won't either. Yeah. There's like, but here's some, if you're interested, uh, there's um a Warframe, we do know that one. I do know that one. That one's great. That Which one is a free one, but it's like very. I mean, it takes a long time, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's a big. They're very generous. The community is really great. Mm-hmm. That's another aspect of I feel like the looter genre is just typically the community around it is really supportive. So if you're like, I have questions, or I want to know how to build this, or do this certain thing, there's lots of people that are really happy to help you to do that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, there's a game called Risk of Rain 2. Uh-huh, I've heard of that one. Have you? It looks I think good. It's on Switch. It is on Switch. Maybe we should look into it. Maybe we could play together. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, RoboQuest. Never heard of it. Shadow Warriors 2. That sounds fake. Alienation. I nope. think I've heard of this one. I think it was it's a little older, maybe. Uh, Remnant from the Ashes. I've heard of that too. I haven't played it though. I don't think it's that old. Um, Tom Clancy's The Division. Yeah, that one's pretty popular. Or was. I don't know if it still is. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think that it still is. And then the last one on this list is Gunfire Reborn. Nope, 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 nope. Don't know that one. That also sounds fake. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I do enjoy the looter shooter and the dungeon crawler quite a bit. Um, I feel like it has been a minute since anyone has done it well. Mm-hmm. Um, off the top of my head, I feel like the last really, you know, <sighs> there's kind of two extremes. There's like your um, Divinity Original Sin, which I think is a really good game, but it's way more on the technical side. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like super, it's like CRPG. Yeah, yeah, it's, well, but, but CRPGs are part of this because I grew up on CRPGs, mm-hmm. but but they are way more on the technical side. Um, I don't feel like loot is as big a thing. I mean, you're not like you're not like constantly working for that one piece of loot. Um, you know, I, I would kind of put Pillars of Eternity over here as well. Mm-hmm. And then there's ones that are kind of insultingly simple, like Minecraft Dungeon, uh, which I've been playing with my son uh, and enjoying. Um, yeah. Like baby's first dungeon crawler. But I'm enjoying that I'm playing with him. And really, um, I have never once had the urge to play it by myself. 
Yeah, it's not. Really, it's like I'm gonna boot up uh, Diablo instead. Yeah, and Diablo two and three kind of were this sweet spot of mm-hmm. like complexity meets well, not really complexity. I would say freedom of build and such. Uh-huh. Um, meets like this really great gameplay loop of like I'm constantly I'm looking for this next this next hit this next piece of armor mm-hmm. this next weapon. Like, yeah, at least from what I've heard and the little bit that I've played, I feel like Diablo 4 really hits on that. See, I've actually kind of heard the opposite. And even in Besties recently, uh, most of them have fallen off because like the loop isn't very rewarding, they've all said. Uh-huh. Like, Maybe, I, I'm curious, though, with this, the season starting. Well, and I, I think so, too. I think um, seasons have to be paced a little different because you only yeah. get the one character to build that whole season. Uh-huh. And I think that the Diablo games, like I'm thinking of three in particular, where it launched just horribly. Yeah. And But the, this sort of genre, like it benefits from being out longer as long as it continues to be supported just because they can like tweak things. And like Diablo three eventually became amazing. Yeah, it's true. Diablo three did become amazing. I don't know. I don't know. I struggle because I remember the days of Diablo two. And it just kind of launched great. And then, like, Lord of Destruction came out, and it was even a little better, but it was still mm-hmm. great. Um, three did eventually get there and was really good. Um, I, I just don't know that I trust Activision Blizzard. I don't know that I trust them to support it in the way they need. Because you know mm-hmm. that first class that's coming out is going to be like 20 bucks. I don't, I don't it know. It is true. What do you mean? I haven't, I haven't really paid attention to Diablo 4. Maybe they're going to be way more generous than I think. Who knows? Maybe it's the um, rehabilitation game. But but the bit that I've played is really fun. Um, yeah. Because like the genre, again, just for people who like don't know, like the whole point, like it is that loop. But it's even just like, oh, there's this is the boss. These are the things that he drops or she drops. And I can go and fight them again and again and again to try to get them to drop that stuff that I need. Yeah. Yeah. And like, while you're going through it the first time, it's that like, I don't even know what I need. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, you know, Borderlands is a great example. Um, Cause I remember when I was playing one, like, I don't even know what I need. And then he drops this like uh, golden shotgun. Like, I guess I'm a shotgun guy now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I guess that's what I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I really do think that that's a really unique and special kind of um kind of game that we just don't get that much anymore. I kind of mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And I think the other part we've kind of hinted at it. Like an aspect about these games that I really like that just really works for me is just the the classes. Yeah. So it's like you pick at the beginning like what your class is going to be and it just wildly changes the way that you experience the game. Um like I'm thinking Borderlands 3, because that's the one that I just finished. My wife and I started originally playing it on PS4, and I was so excited because there's this class called the Beastmaster, and it's like your first real like pet class, which I love a good pet class. Um, and so I had like this, basically a space dog that I had that was super awesome that I, he was always around, but I just like buff him up and warp him in where the enemies were, and he would just like go to town while she and I would stay back and pick everybody off but then when i got a ps5 it didn't transfer her character over like for some reason my all my stuff moved over her account or whatever moved over with the playstation but her character didn't 
Yeah, she probably wasn't cloud saved because we she don't know. Yeah, we don't know where it went. Um, so we started over. She picked the same because she's just like sniper elite. Um, it's what she knows and loves. Um, but I picked a different class um, called the Gunner, who their skill is they basically pull call in a mech that they get into and just like go oh. to town. Um, and it's like so fun, but it's so different. Um, Cause never in playing any of the Borderlands games have I ever used a rocket launcher, but I've selected her skills in such a way where she just does insane splash damage. And so I'm just like, give me a rocket launcher and I'll just and grenades and um, just all kinds of stuff. And it's, it's seriously fun and it's totally different from the other character. And it's totally different from the way that my wife plays where she throws up a decoy and can sneak around and, all kinds of stuff. And it's the same with Diablo where it's like, Oh, I'm going to be a Druid and turn into a bear or shoot lightning, or I'm going to be a thief and have a bow and arrow um, or a barbarian spin around in a circle with my ax and just hit everything all the time. That's that's what I do. Yeah. It's what you do. It's the raffle copter. Yeah. The raffle copter. I feel like it was a wow term. It was. Uh, yes. I, I am almost always a barbarian. I was a Druid in Diablo two. Mm hmm. Um, but I was werewolf build, uh, druid. So it was mostly claws. Druid's, druid's back in four. I, I am aware. Yeah. Um, yeah. Four has not spoken to me yet. Um, I'm interested in it in that it has no big controversies. Like people were like, oh, this is pretty good. And then they kind of fell off of it. Um, but everyone's kind of waiting to see what season one brings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like there's just so much. Like it's a it's a golden age of video games, in some well, ways. In some ways, my golden, age, taste. my golden age was six months ago. But, uh, but yeah, you can now play all of the Trails series from beginning through Reverie as long as you have a computer to play the first three. That's true. But like in English, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying about my golden age being six months ago. Well, well Reverie just came out like last week, so. It's true. Oddly, it's the one I'm the least interested in, probably because I don't know what its identity is. Yeah, but... you, and you've not you've not really engaged with the Cold Steel. No, I've only done Cold Steel one. But that's okay. Um, but if I'm going to make a recommendation, if you are a person and you're like, oh, this genre seems interesting to me, and you've never played any of them before, um, if you have a Nintendo Switch, Borderlands 2, like the handsome collection. I think it might even be on sale right now. It's often on sale for pretty cheap, less than 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, totally worth it. Another one I'm going to no, recommend. I'm going to disagree with you just a uh-huh. little bit. Um, Borderlands is almost impossible to get into by yourself. Yeah. It, have a friend. Yeah. It's more um, fun together. Couch co-op. And actually, while I've gotten into Diablo by myself many a time, uh, even they are much better with yeah, that's another one that I played three. Uh-huh. I played three through by myself, but then I also played with my wife, and it's more fun with somebody else. Yeah, something really fun that I do love in Borderlands Three that Two didn't have is you can set it up to be you can choose the mode where you can have it's called coopetition where you're working together, but the loot that drops is the loot that drops, and you have to decide mm-hmm. who gets what. But we have it turned on to where it's just cooperation and. All the loot that drops, I get, and all the loot that drops, she gets. Like it's all instanced. Very nice. Which is fun. Um, 
And then you make a lot of money that way because you just get all the guns and you just sell them. Um, but yeah, if you have a friend, check that out. Another one I would recommend that this one doesn't have couch co-op, but if you're more of the fantasy side, um, is called Torchlight 2. Is, Don't play Torchlight 3. Play Torchlight 2. I, I never did jump into the Torchlights because I, I think of them more as a, a Path of Exile divinity type. Uh-huh. I mean, it is, it is basically Diablo. Is it? Okay. Yeah. okay. It is It is a hack and slash. You pick your character, looter, dungeon crawler. Okay. okay. Um, though in 3, three, it just doesn't have the same feel, but you can be a train knight, which is exactly like it sounds. You just have a big hammer, and to charge forward, you just create this train that you basically ride into battle. And Well, I love um, that. It's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, okay. Tor- I I'd, I'd recommend Torchlight 2 because it's also cheaper. And I just feel like overall, it's just a tighter package than three. Um, yeah, to, to add those recommendations, because I wasn't dissing them. I love Divinity and Path of Exile. Um, they're just a more technical side of this. Um, well, randomness is almost discouraged in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Path um, of Exile, I've tried it a couple times, and I'm just overwhelmed. Yeah, um, it, it's not like I'm going to kill this boss and see what I get. You're pretty much going to know what you get, and you want to be like ready for the boss. Um, but they do scratch a very similar itch. Um, the uh, the uh, um, Shadowrun games that are on Switch now, I have not p- purchased them yet. I wanted to. Um, are also in this genre, kind of with Path of Exile. Um, I love these games. Um, but I, I felt like we were talking more about the easier pick of the uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to go at you and I'm going to hit you and you're going to die. Yeah. And then I'm going to play it at a harder difficulty and I'm going to hit 10 of you and you're going to die. Yeah. You know? um, if, if you guys have some recommendations um, for ones that you think hit the, uh, hit that middle that Cameron and I were talking about a little more interesting than Minecraft dungeon, a little less mind blowing than your path of exiles. Let us know. Do you mean Path of Exile or Pillar of Eternity? Oh, both. I've played both. Yeah. But Path of Path Exile of Ex- was, was the one I was thinking of. Path of Exile is more Diablo-like, but basically the way it works is you pick your character, and then it's just like the biggest skill tree in the known universe. Well, and that's and that's what I'm talking about, because it's kind of the same with... I mean, Divinity has a whole different combat system. I, I understand that. And mm-hmm. the story is a lot more. But both of them are about, like all this character customization and neither of them have like super random loot. Like you pretty much know what you're going to get in path of exile. If you beat a particular boss. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, it's not that like, Oh, I'm trying to get the blank legend. It's more cause it's, it's all about fostering that build. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that build is too technical to have you be like, yeah, you can't impro improvise. Yeah, yeah, Improvis- improvisation is not. Yeah, I love improvisation. So, um, I love both. Um, I, I played Path of Exile probably thirty-ish hours. Oh wow, I couldn't get that far. Um, one last thing about Borderlands Three: okay. the guns. The guns are so good. Yeah, I've heard. They're that. absolutely wild. The different things that they can do, and the ways that they they work. Like you can have an assault rifle that is like. Just a pew, pew, pew. Or sometimes, one time I found one and it basically shot out like a laser stream of acid that would explode after a moment. Or right now I have one that basically it shoots out three electrified bouncy balls that blow up as they hit things and then bounce around and continue to blow up. Um, 
And it's just like, they're all the exact same type of gun. They fit in the same slot, use the same ammo, but they just play out in all these really interesting ways. Mm -hmm. um, and it just happens over and over and over again, where I'm still having beaten the game, which when you beat the game, you haven't beat the game because it's about going back and continuing to yeah, yeah, engage yeah. with it. But having beaten the game, I'm still like being surprised by stuff, mm -hmm. which is really fun. Yeah, I agreed. Um, so do we want to get a word from our sponsors? Um, we don't have sponsors. Yeah, we don't have any sponsors. Jokes on you, listeners. We don't have any sponsors, but we could. Billionaires are trash. Maybe you're less than a billionaire and you want us to advertise something for you. Let us know. Let us know. I don't know if this is an effective use of your money, but we won't turn it down. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, we might. <laughs> I guess it depends. Depends what you're wanting us to advertise and who you are. If you want us to advertise Maroon 5's new album, the answer is no. I mean, I can be bought. Not not by Maroon 5. Okay. <laughs> this half of the episode is brought to you by Maroon 5's new album, <laughs> Maroon 6. Um, I will never advertise anything by the Paul Brothers. Yeah. Um, Did you see, got, I think it was Logan Paul where he recently had a thing come out of how like, his life is so hard because he's always been on camera. But it's just like, you did that to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, you're an attention seeking man child. Like, yeah, I do not feel sorry for you. Please go away. Cry me a river. There's, there's an easy way to avoid that. Yeah. And that's to not do it. Um, yeah. I have no sympathy for you. You're rich and useless. Why don't you just go run Disney or something? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I, I have like complicated feelings about Mr. Beast. Uh-huh. Um, just because I think like like helping a thousand people get cataract surgery is good, but like and, and not just this, but like all of his stuff. Um, but like at the same time, like monetizing that for content seems kind of crappy, but you know, people like like monetizing it for content is what allows you to do more of it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just like it's, it's like at the same time you recreate the squid games. Yeah. It's like, isn't the point of the Squid Games that you shouldn't replicate the Squid Games? Yeah, and and he's constantly got these things like, I spent a million dollars on a on a yacht, and I spent ten dollars on a boat. Let's see how they're different. It's like, okay, dude. Um, I think that's a recent we could, one. We could not do that. Um, but at least I have complicated feelings about. It. Like, if he came out and was like, oh, my life has gotten kind of harder than I thought it would. I'd be like, okay, I like have complicated feelings about this. Like I kind of get it, but like Logan Paul, no, I don't, I don't, your whole thing has been like, how do I get as much attention doing as little or as little good for the world as I possibly can. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. So I, we're not brought to you by them. No, we could no. be brought to you by the property brothers or the green brothers or the McElroy brothers or, Oh, I would never take John and Hank's money. I would do anything for them. <laughs> okay, I would because you know, like I said, I could be bought. The Einstein brothers. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I'll take them. Um, I mean, no sleep till Bobka, right? No. And this isn't a start of anything, but have we done bagels? bagels? I don't know. We need to do bagels next time. Okay, let's get some really good bagel. Okay, okay. sounds good to me. Um, bagels coming soon. Coming at you. Um, yeah. So. I guess it's my turn. Mm -hmm. um, I've talked about this a little bit on air, um, but I really just want to zero in for a second. Please I'm really do. Try to sell this to the audience. Um, sell about, it to me. You got to sell it to me. I'm going to. Um, about 
four-ish months ago, I want to say. Um, that may be too long, but it, uh, a certain amount of time ago. I was on TikTok, just scrolling, um, and I saw this really cool video about um, this guy in this cool white fox armor. Ooh. Um, put, like, get a, he, he got a sword, and then he, like, fought things with that sword and charged it up. And then he, the sword, like, released an item, and he was able to use it to get, like, rocket boots and giant cannons on his shoulders. Um, and I thought it was very cool. It was just, like, the kind of ridiculous over-the-topness that I just I just love. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, what? what is this? Like, and I was pretty sure it was, like, Kamen Rider, which is the thing I always kind of, like, knew about, but never, like, like engaged with. Mm-hmm. So just, like, I want to see what Kamen Rider's about. Um, like, what is this? I've actually recently seen that scene, because I didn't look up, like, what that was from or anything. I've recently mm-hmm. seen that scene, and it is as cool, if not cooler, than that first time I saw it. With context, um, I'm sure. Yeah, with, with the context. Um, but man, Common Rider is really cool. Um, so I just want to talk about Common Rider and specifically the current Common Rider that's ending fairly soon. I think in just a few weeks. Um, called Common Rider Geats. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell us about it. I'm what's gonna... what's what's the main premise? Um, thank you. <laughs> that was very practicing my, I'm practicing my interview skills. Um, so. I guess I want to want to want to start zoomed out and zoom a little in. Mm-hmm. So, Common Rider is a show that's been around since the '70s, um, with a oh, few wow. hiatus here and there, and it's basically about armored rider good guys. Mm-hmm. Um, what do they ride on? Generally, motorcycles, but many things. Okay. Um, there, I've recently learned of a Common Rider who, like, legitimately just rode a horse um, called Common Rider Gaim. Um, he is also an orange, uh, uh, like not color orange, like a fruit orange samurai. Oh, um, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Duh. I don't even know why he felt the need to explain that. Um, and like there's there's several with cars. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, common riders ride sorts of things. And sometimes they don't ride anything. And it's just a name. But common walker sounds dumb. <laughs> it's true. Um, they used to all ride... Um, motorcycles um like and the motorcycles were like always a brand and it was like a brand deal thing but here's my kawasaki uh that has that that has uh fallen by the wayside a little bit it seems um but yeah so these are these are good guys who fight bad guys um sometimes mm. in the case of the movie that i watched shin common rider um which is like a modern like more adult retelling of like the original series, um, which uh-huh. is a movie that just came out and did pretty well in the United States. Um, and it was brutal. Like people's heads were getting caved in. I was not ready for it. Um, Sounds brutal. Sometimes it's like a good guy trying to solve a mystery. Um, sometimes it's like the happy go lucky, like optimist who just wants world peace. Um, like, like winning, <laughs> uh, I love like, that. Like wanting to wanting to win, and yeah, really optimistic guys. Um, that was kind of the first one that I watched was Common Rider Zero One, um, and he was just very like he's just very happy and wanted like AI and humans to be friends and for 
humans to learn from AI and AI to learn from humans. And he wanted this peaceful world. Huh? I want that too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he wanted this like peaceful world. And like, that was kind of his whole thing. It wasn't complicated. Um, and um, now I'm watching Kamen Rider Geats, which is, um, I, th- I believe, I get the sense that the fandom is very positive about this one. Um, and I'm now 31 episodes in, and I am very positive about it. Um, so it's, it's, it's 20 minute, 22 ish minute episodes. Um, so not huge commitment. Um, and so Kamen, the story of Kamen Rider Geats is fairly unique in my, in my understanding. I don't, I've never known anything like it, but basically there's this like game called the Desire Grand Prix that at least since the year 1 AD has been being played. Did Jesus start it? Um, yeah. Yeah, he did. No. No, he did not. Um, and um, there is... We're, we're in modern day, obviously. Um, but there's like these plant monsters that attack, and the game is ostensibly... I, I'm not, Light spoilers ahead. Light spoilers. Oh, no chance. It's the, fine. The game is ostensibly a a like way to motivate people to fight these monsters and save the world. Mm-hmm. Like that seems to be the thing. Like you 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 fight these. It's a it's a kind of a battle royale where everyone who participates is a common rider, and um, you fight these monsters, and the last person uh, standing. Um, sometimes they die. Sometimes, sometimes the common riders die. Sometimes they get like just sent back to their lives because they got too injured. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes, but you, the reason you do this is because at the end, if you're the last one standing, you get to make a wish, um, and the game like reshapes reality to make your wish true. That's cool. Um, and um, th- the show opens up with not the main character um the first like 15 episodes are very focused on what's commonly known in the fandom as the secondary writer they're like the the buddy i guess Mm -hmm. of the of the main one but the first 15 episodes really focus on this kid and he is what i what i've come to expect of a common writer protagonist he is like a down on his luck lovable dude um who when he gets confronted with this bigger world and he gets to learn that he gets to make a wish, he's like, well, I'm going to wish for world peace. (laughs) Like, like that's what I'm going to wish for. Like who wouldn't wish for that? And everyone else is making wishes for like, they want their wife healed. They want, Mm -hmm. they want to find true love. They want to, you know, do all this. And this guy's like, well, yeah, one world peace. Like, that's what I want. Like who wouldn't wish for that? And um, he is, the, the veteran writer who has won, we don't even know how many of these and made lots of wishes and is like one of the most famous people in the world. Um, he his, He's common writer, Geats. That's and the name of the show. That's the name of the show. Um, after the first like 15, 16 episodes, he really does step into the role of main character. Um, but he, at first, he's almost kind of an antagonist. He's very um, like crafty. He's a He's based his suit is based on a kitsune, so he's like uh-huh. a bit of a trickster. Trick. He he's constantly like he's constantly like um, the 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 secondary common rider's name is common rider tycoon, um, 
and he's constantly like giving him pep talks uh-huh. and like encouraging him to do things. And then when he, cause in the game, it's like, it's actually kind of like a looter. Like we were talking about, like you beat a certain boss, you get a certain piece of loot, like you accomplish the secret mission. Like you get a loot drop and the loot drops are belt buckles. Um, and those belt buckles go on your common rider driver and give you like special abilities. Um, nice. Seems like fun. It's super fun. Um, it's basically like they're playing a video game. The, the, mm-hmm. the rounds even have like themes. Um, there's a whole big kick the can round where like <laughs> a monster is drawing his power from a giant can, and they have to like get past the three headed monster who can who can spot them easily and kick the can like and to to weaken it. It's a whole thing. Um, but so the main character is like he's he's. He's a trickster. He keeps like building this kid up, and then like the kid gets a reward, and he like takes it from him. He's like, "Ah, that's why I wanted you to do that because I wanted this." Rude. <laughs> he, he takes it, um, but you kind of slowly learn that he made a wish one—a wish to see his mother—and that wish disappeared. <sighs> and. Oh, no. That it's supposed to be able to grant you any wish. So it, you you find that he's not quite as vapid as you you would think he is. He's really looking for the answer as to why his wish couldn't be fulfilled. Makes sense. So um, you go through several games with four main characters, um, and you know you start to learn that the the plant monsters that are threatening the world are like not exactly what they seem. They seem to actually be engineered by the people who are making this game. And isn't that just the way though? Yeah, it really is. And um, a lot of intrigue happens. Um, A lot of like really quite interesting twists, especially towards this like back middle half. Um, Like lots of, lots of really interesting twists. I don't know. I don't want to spoil things. I don't know how much mm-hmm. people are actually going to like go watch Common Rider, but they might. I might. But, um, but it's it's a really cool show. It's very video gamey for people who like video games. Um, there's actually a video game themed season of Common Rider called Common Rider X Aid, um, and I guess it's the same writer, but he didn't get to make things like quite as video gamey as he wanted that season. So this one he uh-huh. he's he went really for it. Got to bring so, at least when I just look at it, the first thing that it makes me think of is like you probably would guess like Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. So how how are they similar and how are they different? The two things. Yeah. So um, the the fandom has kind of a so it's called Tokusatsu, um, which is basically just a Japanese way of saying action show. Mm-hmm. Um, the first Tokusatsu was Godzilla. Um, Obviously enough. And um, probably the, the oldest, most well-known is uh, Ultraman. Uh-huh. Um, Ultraman is very well-known. And the big three tokusatsu are um, Kamen Rider, Ultraman, and Super Sentai. That have kind of stood the test of time. And Super Sentai is what became Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the fandom has a bit of a, I guess, joke or oversimplification but uh, Ultraman is about hope. Uh, Super Sentai slash Power Rangers is all about togetherness and teamwork. Uh-huh. 
and uh, Common Rider is all about like overcoming your limits. It Common Rider is mostly about like what one guy can do, if that makes sense. Well, I already love that. Yeah, it's about like you know it. <laughs> it very much is about like conquering the world through the power of friendship. I mean, or, yeah. I mean, as you were just describing that, I'm like. So many of the books that I've read over the last few years and series that I just love, like that's the whole thing. It's just like that progression fantasy stuff that we talked about, mm-hmm. like even last last year. We're just like, I just love it. I just eat it up. Well, yeah, and Geats would be a good show for you because the progression, the the progression for Geats is really solid. Um, I feel like everyone else's progression kind of has to suffer. Not the bad guys, but the other good guys, um, which mm-hmm. is sad because they build a really lovable cast. Um, but like, you know, Geats is the one we're following. His name is Ace. I guess I could call him Ace. Um, um, but he's just like, he's not like the the heads of these shows are often in like the fandom called crackheads um, because uh-huh. they're really excitable and really happy. Um, and they're like, oh yeah, let's do it. Let's go beat the bad guy. Um, and Geats is like a real departure from that. He's like suave and calculating and. He reveals at the end of like six episodes that he had a plan all the way back when he made that decision in episode one. And, oh, wow. Um, but, and, and, and the power curve is very satisfying for him. Like he's, con- he's unlocking new powers and new abilities at a, at a pretty, pretty consistent rate. Mm-hmm. I like that too. I like that a lot. So, um, so if a person was interested in watching these, where would they go? So the easiest place to watch Tokusatsu, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give a little history after I say that. Um, there's quite a few great seasons licensed by Amazon Prime. So if you have Prime Video um, and Amazon Prime, you can Are watch a stricken? lot. What? Is Amazon stricken? I don't actually know. It's a good question. But this isn't, this isn't Amazon produced or distributed content. It's just on there. They've just got it licensed. You'd be supporting the Japanese company Toei, which, from what I understand, is pretty okay. Mm-hmm. They're definitely not stricken. Um, but you can watch them there. However, a large chunk of Common Rider, including Geats, is not on there. And um, it's kind of funny, because um, when I first was looking for how to watch Common Rider, um, I learned that there was a website that people used, because the, the official companies don't actually even sub it and bring it over here except for those few seasons on prime mm-hmm. um with the exception of those few seasons on prime most of it's not even subbed and there's like big fan subbing community mm-hmm. um the big one was called tv nihon um but so many people it, it's a it's a really funny interview so eventually toei had to tell tv nihon like hey knock it off stop this um but the reason and, and it's really funny in the interview, the guy who's the guy who's representing Toei makes it very clear, um, without like outright saying it. Like, we want websites like TV Nihon to exist. We want this to keep going, but you have to stop telling us about them. Like, <laughs> you have to start seriously. Be cool for once. <laughs> He's like, legally, if we if it's just too well known that these things exist, we have to take legal action about it. Um, so, um, it's really funny that, 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 that happened. And he's like, we can't hire them to sub the show for us in other countries. 
Like you have to stop. <laughs> um, so they shut down that one. And from what I understand, they've moved to a website called toku.fun. Uh-huh. And that's where I've been watching them. It's all very good quality. Um, the subbing is excellent. Um, it's like all on there, like all of it. It's really cool. So the website toku.fun. Check that out, everyone. I remember seeing a clip. I believe this was on Twitter. And I think it was from Common Rider, where they were on some sort of like very intense Iron Chef like cooking show. Oh, does that ring a bell? Not, uh, but I'm still very new. I feel I think it was Common Rider because I have a few Twitter mutuals that are big Common Rider fans. Uh, common heads. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cameron, uh, real quick, just because I think it's gonna be fun. Uh, I'm going to uh, text you some of the Common Rider Geats suits, and I just want yeah, you to yeah, yeah. What else is new? You will often do this for me. You just <laughs> say, "Hey, pick between these two." Now, what about this one? It's like I'm at the eye doctor. <laughs> Better or worse? Better or worse? I just think because I I think this this show has some of the best suits. Okay. Wait, ten for it. I didn't. I didn't prepare ahead of time for this, so I gotta. All right, this is the main suit. Uh, after you give your reactions, I'm gonna kind of explain what's going on in it. I just where, where are you? Text text message. This will probably be the time when it doesn't work. Oh, when you can't even get texts. Mm-hmm. Well, if we can't, we can't. But I just sent it to you. There it is. Oh yeah, that is definitely a. That's cool. Um, yeah, so well, I'm going to point out a few things to you just because um, I think they're rather neat. So what's going on in this picture is um, he's got a white top and a black or a red bottom. So if you look like at his belt, <laughs> like a baboon, if you look at his belt, it's got two buckles on either side. The uh-huh. one... Obviously, the white buckle on that side is his top, and the other buckle is the bottom. And this, these are their power-ups that they get. So the suit is actually just the helmet and then a black suit. And then they get power-up belt buckles that they put on that belt. That, if you put a buckle on one side, it's the top, and you put a buckle on the other, it's the bottom. Uh-huh. So on this one, he's using Magnum, which is his main weapon. Um, which is the white top, and um, it's a gun using... Makes sense. It's power. either a gun or an ice cream bar. <laughs> yep, exactly. And then the, the bottom half is the boost buckle, which is like basically turning your legs into engine. Um, I can see that on his feet, or he has those almost rainbow-like... Yeah, yeah, the exhaust. Um, I'm going to send you another picture. I mean, when you look at his helmet, people at home... It definitely has like a kitsune is like a fox, as has been said. But it's it's not like the head is a fox, but it definitely has the suggestion of like the ears of the fox in a way where you're like, oh, this is evocative of a fox. Yeah, yeah. And and I I've always thought the eyes of the suit are kind of like, I don't know, trickstery. Uh-huh. It looks a little bit menacing. Yeah, I think it's supposed to. It's supposed to look a little like intimidating. intimidating. A little scary, cool. maybe. It's cool, it's cool. Um, I'm sending you another picture really quick if I can ever find it. Oh, there it is. Okay, let me send this one to you. Is this of the other guy? Not yet. I just want you to kind of get a visual picture for what we've been talking about. 
So the one I just sent you is if he flips the belt buckle around, which he can just, at any time, you can just flip the belt buckle around and change. Well, of course you can. Oh, yes, now it's red on top and white on bottom, but the helmet is the same. Yeah. But red, red jaw. Red, yeah, the jaw changes. But now he's got, now he's like all about punching. And he's got like the boosters on his arms. Um, yeah. You can't really see it, but the bigger pieces at the very bottom that are longer are like gun kicks. <laughs> makes sense. It only makes sense. So the, the, the guy that I told you is kind of the main character for the first 15 episodes, I'll send you his next. Oh, he's green. And he basically has a, a, is it a, what is it, a Klingon, what are they called? Oh, Batleth. Yes, that's it. I kept wanting to say Bantha, but that's the big thing from Star Wars. It's true. Um, I got you, though. I heard you. Yeah, um, so he's got that that blade um, that he can split into two and make it into two daggers. Um, and he uses the ninja driver, or the or the ninja buckle, I guess, on his driver. So if you zoom in, he's got just the one side. Uh-huh, got, the green side. Yeah, and so his bottom is just basic. Um, uh, Geats with the boost buckle is really the only one that like constantly has a second uh, buckle. Most others just have the first. I um, bet he gets a second one by the end, though. Well, uh, lots of them have used second. Like, I, I hope he gets a super cool second one. I hope so. I really, he's he was my favorite character, and he hasn't really been used a whole lot. And I, I, I hope I hope he's Ooh. still got a big purpose. Is this a nice guy or a bad guy? Um, kind of both. This is a common rider Buffa. Buffalo. Yes, he is based on a buffalo. Um, he is using my favorite a- part of a buffalo is their spiky arms. <laughs> well, he is so only the top is the buffalo. The rest he is using the zombie driver. Oh, I can see that. So his sword is a chainsaw. Um, he's got a chainsaw sword. Um, he is kind of the rival character. Um, mm-hmm. He just hates that common riders exist, um, and his wish is to destroy all common riders um, because his best friend um, became one and then was killed. So uh, his whole he's a, he's a good guy. Kind of, but he's like very one track mind. Mm-hmm. And now I'm sending you the fourth main character, and then we'll be done with this exercise. It's a good exercise, and I'm saving all the pictures to put on our Instagram. He has a guitar. She, she. I was going to ask if there were any lady writers. <laughs> yes. So um, this is Neo with the beat buckle. Common um, rider Nago. I can see that. I mean, it's just it basically it sort of has like a synth wave vibe. Mm-hmm. Her uh, guitar can like blast fire, ice, and electricity when she plays it, um, and it also the the pink edge is an axe. Of course, so she can take it and swing it. Um, so those are the main four, and they're I, I just think they're all very cool. I'm just saying, if your the edge of your guitar isn't an axe, what are you doing? What are you? What what are you? Doing? Um. But yeah, those are the main four. Um, just it's good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, it sounds good. I'm gonna have to check it out. Um, yeah, and it, yeah, do it. I don't know what else to say. It's cool. It's the, nice. uh, I'm gonna send you one more picture. I just thought about it. I'm sorry. How 
dare you? This this is the suit that I saw in that in that clip that made uh-huh. me like want to start watching Common Rider because it's from this show. Yes, you mentioned that the beat buckle. Let me pull. So you're not gonna you're not gonna see it in motion, obviously. You're not sending me a video chance. Um, I don't know you how didn't I bookmark. Did. You didn't bookmark the TikTok that changed the course of your very life. Changed the course of my very life. I have been enjoying it. It's really fun. I've also watched. Um, I watched the Super Sentai Q Ranger, which is a season of Super Sentai that Power Rangers didn't adapt. Um, and it's twelve constellation-based rangers. Oh, that's cool. Freeing a galaxy that's already under the control of like an evil corporation. Oh, um, so sort of like Power Rangers RPM. Sort of, yeah. So, but I thought it was very good. Um, I think it's a hard sell because a lot of the time in between the serious stuff is very childish. Yeah, well, so um, am I. Um, like, well, and I, I like childish stuff, and even I was kind of like, okay, like, okay. Um, there's an entire episode where they like, I, I no, I'm not gonna badmouth it because it was good. It was really good. There's just certain stuff. Oh, amazing. That's yeah, a cool well, suit. That's, that's Geats. That's Geats in his command form. So that sword there um, that he's got, the, the suit starts totally black except for the helmet with that sword. And then as he uses the sword, it like charges up. And once the sword lights up, he can take the second half of the buckle off, mm-hmm. put it on, and turn into this form. It's pretty cool. It's, it's got yeah. lots of like white and light blue. Super giant shoulder cannons, it looks like. Mm-hmm. And orange and gray legs. So mm. seeing that transformation, is, I was just like, this is ridiculous. I have to watch it. <laughs> is there a big toy market for Common Rider? There is. It is actually, um, from what I understand, and I could be incorrect, but from what I understand, it is consistently the number one selling toy in Japan. Is uh, Common Rider. Because I feel like this could... Like I can see the the marketability behind this of like, you know, selling the base figures and then the different buckle sets. Or honestly, like yeah. Honestly, the, the thing that seems to be sold the most, um, and I think this is actually true of Power Rangers toys. It definitely was when we were kids. Is like the role play toys. So like, um, every common rider has a driver, and most of them are belt buckles. Mm-hmm. And those are always like the best selling toys. Is the like mm-hmm. more Just than like the figures. Is just the, the thing because you want to transform like they do. So yeah, you're like your Morpher or your Digivice or <laughs> exactly you know your Pokeball. I am not gonna lie. I think this Desire Driver is so cool that I have definitely been pricing them. Um, <laughs> I cannot. I cannot in good conscience actually do it. Uh-huh. Man, there's part of me that's like, oh, it's so cool though. The pretty cool. You you just have to watch a few episodes because the actions they do like. Like the transforming is really cool, and then like when they like just like flip the belt around, it's just very satisfying. They know how to make it like click and stick just in such a satisfying way. Oh, all right, I love that. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, watch watch some fan sub to Tokusatsu while the writer strike is going on. Writer and um, Screen Actors Guild strike. W G A S A G AFTRA SAG AFTRA. Yeah, um, I don't know what after stands for. I have no idea. Um, no idea. Yeah. And we are not. We will never be 
SAG members. <laughs> I think that's no, I think that is very fair to say. Um, but you know, support people who are fighting for workers' rights. Um, yes, as workers ourselves. Yeah, it's it's kind of one of those crazy things because like the minute that Oklahoma teachers here kind of gave an inch, like the the people who were abusing them took a mile. Mm -hmm. um, like I know that your guys' contracts have like added like no strike clauses, and um, mm -hmm. the teachers' union has been gutted in power since that happened. Yeah, it's been it's very felt very retaliatory. Yeah. Um, cause you guys went on strike a few years back. Um, and it just shouldn't be this way. Like people are literally teachers were leaving back then to go like deal blackjack cause it made a lot more money. Um, I know I, I legitimately know three Oklahoma teachers who left to go deal blackjack cause it made way more money. Um, yeah, you were one of me you know? tapping the cards and laying them out like you do in blackjack. Um, and this just, they shouldn't be that way. Um, and we just want to just say that we support these union strikes. Mm -hmm. Go get them. Go get them. I hope you guys uh, get it. We'll we'll be back next week. Who knows what we'll be talking about? Who knows what we'll be talking about? Who don't even know? What would be funny is if we both brought the same thing. It's true. That would be funny. I want it to happen, actually. Maybe um, so. We'll, we'll be back next week. Um, I think it'd be fair to continue talking about the strike and highlighting that. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll try to prepare like a little segment. Um, I won't just bring another tokusatsu next week. It'll be something entirely different. I'm going to talk about Common Rider this one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I are. Um, you can still check us out. Yeah, on please Instagram, do. On on threads, on Twitter. Um, mm -hmm. we're in all those places um, if you have comments stuff that you want to talk about if you're like I'm really interested in this thing and I want to let people know send us an email about it yeah Cameron has recently been talking to one of our um, one of uh, our regulars um, Madden Silva on uh, Facebook about wrestling on um, Twitter, on Twitter about wrestling um, if you want to reach out to him and ask him like Hey, is it okay to watch wrestling? Because I don't even know the answer to that. I have no idea. Um, uh, he'll maybe he'll let us know, but maybe wrestling is a thing you should get into right now if it's more ethical. Yeah, WWE good. probably isn't because I but, mean for its own reasons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really, I, I think this is a really great time to catch up on old things and to really like explore like Bollywood, um, read some more books. Yeah, lots of great books out there. Um. Yeah, I I would assume both you and I will bring books at different times. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, so, I wrote a whole Twitter thing today about some books that I recommend to people. It's true. It's true. I need to read the fourth um, Arcane Ascension. It is seriously so good. Well, here's the problem. I think I need to reread them all if I'm going to reread it. Maybe. But there's a moment in the fourth book. That made me feel things that no book, no media, no anything has ever made me feel before. Just this feeling of triumphal, like ex exuberance. Triumphal exuberance. Cameron, like, right. you might want to bring that one to me. What happens? No, because I don't. Because it would. I don't want to spoil it. Well, no, I've talked just... about it before. I've literally talked about it before on this that's, show. That's um, but you need to because my goodness. The thing that happens, I'm just like, <gasps> oh, yeah. yeah. 
I think I remember all the big points, but I I I wouldn't want to go into it right now. Not uh-huh. he does a really good job of like a recap at the beginning. Yeah, maybe I will. I don't know. It's up to you. It's they made the you. artificial tower. I remember that from the third one. I don't know. The third one doesn't stick out a lot in my head. Uh-huh. I mean, the third one was just sort of the side quest. Yeah, more important than you think, um, but not a whole Man. lot of it. I'm after Geats, and uh, I, my plan right now, for those of you who don't follow me on Twitter, is um, this is actually a good recommendation, actually. So Ultraman um, just started its new season, Ultraman Blazar, and their parent company is doing a great job of uh, getting them in America. And it actually, the same time it's, pre- the same day it premieres in Japan, it premieres here in the U.S. on YouTube for free with English subs and Japanese voices, or it even has an English dub. Oh, wow. Um, Because they are really trying to get Ultraman to catch on um, over here um, and see what the market is like, from what I understand. Mm -hmm. Um, So I highly recommend watch Blazar right now. You're you're two 20-minute episodes behind at this point. Oh, that's too far. Um, and you can watch it. You can watch it English dubbed if like subs are a are a no go for you. Um, but my goal is to catch up on the big three and just kind of watch them weekly from now on. Sounds fun. So Sentai, uh, Ultraman, and Common Rider. Um, you heard it here first. So uh, check those out. Yeah, do it. Do it and play Borderlands three. And play for the story. The story is trash. Find 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 a looter for you. Yeah, Whether plenty out there. Chance listed off several. You listed off several. I mean, yes, but you listed <laughs> off a list of ones we never heard of. Even I want to kind of check out one of the ones you suggested. Okay, go for it. Torchlight, yes. Torchlight. Torchlight two is the better one, and it's usually cheaper. Torchlight three, I just feel like didn't have the same. It wasn't as tight. Maybe it's been improved. Maybe. Anything's possible. Um, But I think at this point, that's all I've got. That's all I've got. So from all of us here at Boy Meets World Fever? Yeah. So long, world. So long, world.